985 The Bull, today's hot country. Uh, yesterday, I was talking about Facebook Marketplace, which is where you can go sell stuff or buy stuff or whatever. But I go to the free section of Tulsa and I get irritated, almost angry, because everybody acts like they're being a good person by giving stuff away for free. But really, what I think it comes down to is people are trying to get us to do their yard work. Like a tree will fall and a guy will say, free firewood. Meanwhile, you got to cut the tree up and take it off. You know, take it away. That's that's you doing somebody's yard work, and they act like they're being good people, but really, they just want you to get rid of stuff for them. You find them to be under the guise of generosity, just trying to get rid of garbage. Exactly. I'll see. Uh, I'll see firewood on there. I showed you a picture of tires. The guy's like, "Oh, woe is me! I'm giving you free tires." Meanwhile, this is just a junk heap of tires with grass growing all over it. He wants that out of his yard. What else are they trying to get rid of? Mattresses. I don't understand why in the world. Well, I actually do, because if you have a mattress you have to get rid of, unless you have a dumpster in your yard, how do you get rid of a mattress? And so I think people are putting free mattresses up so you'll take their mattress away, do their work. That's what I think. Yeah, I guess so. Where would you get rid of a mattress? It's hard. Hey, good morning. Ty Dana. what's up? Hey, I just wanted to tell you, I was listening to your show just now about the Facebook stuff and how people, how people, um, you know, have stuff on Facebook that, that other people find trash or treasure. Well, um, I did, is it Tyg? I think he's the one who's looking through it. Um, and I was just going to tell him that he kind of stepped on toes on that bed thing because in rural Oklahoma, children, that's the biggest issue with children is they don't have beds. And so, so, um, it, so um, like in poverty, a lot of children don't have their own beds and they're tired when they go to school. So when someone gives a mattress away, it's kind of a cool thing. Oh, see, I didn't recognize that, and now I feel terrible about that. Yeah, and you just said it, no, Tig. You just said it live on the air. You just admitted. Hold on, Tig just admitted he doesn't care about children. No, okay, yeah, right. I care about children no, way more no, than I, I care about. Listening to your show, I know, I know, I love listening to your show, but I thought, man, that's a great opportunity to kind of, to kind of look at that statistic because it really is a real thing. Because I've given a lot. I'm like, man, I'm just gonna put this up like you. I'm like, I'm throwing my trash away, and I realize, I mean, like. This is so sad. I mean, like, even pea-stained mattresses, which is, of course, not anything that you would want to give away. But people are desperate, that desperate for mattresses. It would be actually kind of a cool thing for you guys to do. Well, you know what? It's a good, good point. And uh, every every single day, Daniel, I learn something. Uh, I always look back at my life and go, I, I, moron. And uh, I now I feel I'm like not, that. I, was... I thought people wouldn't want a mattress. But now you're telling me kids need mattresses. Now I feel... You know, we're always Terrible. trying to think of, like, a good charitable thing to do. Maybe that would be a nice... That's uh, not bad. We could team up with it, some uh, local yeah. mattress place or even some of those memory foam mattresses now that they'll mail to you. Yeah, that's a great idea. Anyway, I thought, man, I don't want to make you feel like a jackass, but... I, no, no, listen. No, you're right. He is a jackass. No, I need to learn no, somehow. I love you guys so much. I love you guys so much. As a matter of fact, I used to listen to 95.5, but I listen to you guys more and more all the time. I go back between, but I always listen to you guys, so I really enjoy it. So. Well, no, I appreciate anyway, I it. And it's a good point to uh, it's a good point to make. I didn't yeah, consider right. yeah. that. Yeah. And, and I was trying. To, I was driving, and I thought I can't look up the statistic, but I wanted to tell you. But it's kind of a thing. Like, like, like city stuff. I mean, probably a lot of people in the city don't have them either. But it's it's kind of a thing. Like children needing well, that, you know beds that, to sleep in. That uh, crushes my heart to like a million pieces that I didn't consider oh, that, and the kids so are sleeping sweet. on the ground, and then they go to school tired, and they're not learning right. Yeah. Da 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 da. So you know what? Uh, I I um I'm learning and that's a good point to make and from now on 
If I do have a mattress, I'll try to find a good home for it. Maybe me and Daniel can do more than that. And well, try well, don't, to do... don't bring me into this. You're yeah. the one that is being so cruel okay. to people. I will. No, uh... <laughs> Throw him under the bus. And listen, time. you say pee stain mattress. This guy's mattress is yellow. A lot of urine on it. And feces. <laughs> you, guys, you guys are the best. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting here and giving a contrition, no, and then he says I poop in the bed. Listen, if you were to take a black light into Tig's room, it looked like the Milky Way. No, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. You guys have a really great day. <laughs> All right, you too, call. and thanks, thanks for the insight thanks. on that. I appreciate the uh, the correction there. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, bye, guys. Bye. Walker Hayes and his shout-out to Applebee's, but I'd like to shout-out somebody, Daniel. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. The other day, uh, Daniel, you brought me a breakfast burrito from McDonald's. You were late for work, but you had gone through McDonald's, so I forgave that. What a rat. Um, and so I thought, how many times do we call a store and give them a compliment? Not really. Not ever. I don't think I ever have. Usually you call Home Depot or wherever, and you, you call up there and you raise an H. And you're like, oh, they didn't have the lumber or somebody didn't help me. What if we made somebody's morning this morning and complimented them? That's kind of what I'm thinking. Well, I think you should do that. It would, it's Friday. Uh, you know, we're all reflecting on the queen and, and, and her spirit. I think this would be a nice thing to do. So I'm going to call McDonald's and tell them how delicious my breakfast burrito was to give them a compliment. Is that okay with you? Let's do it. All right, here we go. <laughs> Let's try this. Hey, this is Ty Gnano. Hey, it's Ty Gnano, the bull. Can I speak to the chef real quick? Uh, I don't know. You're calling McDonald's, sir. Yeah, I just want to talk to the chef. My buddy got me a breakfast burrito yesterday. Uh-huh. Can I speak? Well, I mean, we don't have a chef. I have a grill person, but they don't speak English. Oh, well, tell them that I, it was damn delicious. I just wanted to compliment yes. them. Yes. Awesome. Did y'all go and fill out the survey online? Well, I will now. That chef, he made a burrito to remember. Well, I'm really glad to hear that. That's so awesome. You're so yes, welcome. I mean, that's right. Compliments to the chef. You know that's what I'm saying? the next one. Huh? Yes. Medium for punch. What? <laughs> No, I was talking to somebody else. I'm sorry, sir. I'm very busy. <laughs> okay. I will definitely let him know and go online and pull out the survey. I'll, I'll, I'll send, I'll send all my regards to the chef. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Look at that. She thought that. Uh, I think it made her day. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure when you answer that phone and it's not somebody complaining about something, that is a good day for you. Have you ever gone and filled out one of those online surveys? I never have. I guess I should try it. Well, did they get uh, kickbacks from that or something? She wants this online survey real bad. I'd imagine it's uh, that that's what the corporation uses to make sure that your place is performing all right when people get on there and do that right. online survey. And McDonald's, um, you know, people talk trash about McDonald's or whatever, but you said you were in England or something, Europe, and you would go to McDonald's just to taste something that reminded you of home. No, when I when I would move to New York City when I was interning uh, at MTV when I was you know back in the early 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 two thousands I was missing home so bad and, and you know you try to get like a southern place up there and it was not even near the same but McDonald's <laughs> tastes to me the same no matter where I go so it's a little bit of uh, comfort food for me. All right, so plus if you I'm ever... real fat. Hmm. You know, I love McDonald's. I celebrate no, the en- I celebrate the entire menu. I really do. <laughs> I you, find it to be delicious. You need to call the chef and tell him. That you like yeah, that they, stuff? They want me to go fill that computer survey line. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bulls.
98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Daniel, the other day you brought me a uh, breakfast burrito from McDonald's. Uh, you went out there like 5 in the morning, got this thing for me, and I thought, you know, this thing is pretty good. Why don't we call McDonald's and compliment them? Because in our lives, usually we only call to complain about things, right? Mm -hmm. That's not good. McDonald's, every time they pick up the phone, I bet they're like, oh, boy, what's coming now? But what if we call and give them a compliment? That would be a nice change for them. I think you should do it. All right, here we go. Call them McDonald's. Hey, it's Tiger Daniel from the Bull. My buddy um, got me a breakfast burrito the other day, and uh, uh -huh. is it possible that I talk to the chef or no? Um, what's wrong? There's nothing wrong. It was delicious. <laughs> I just want to let you know that that breakfast burrito was probably one of the best things I ever ate in my life for breakfast. Okay, thank you. Well, will, you t will you tell the chef? Yeah, I'll let her know. All right. Love you. All right. All right, bye. <laughs> She's not, not feeling the same love that she you are, She didn't say love, though. Yes. <laughs> but I might have made her weekend, right? That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm sure. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Ty Daniel. Buddy, you're in trouble with my wife. I mean, so. you, you are in big trouble with my wife. Remember yesterday we talked about how you got my kid, my seven-year-old son, Mac, to write cuss words on the fence? Cuss word? Singular? Okay, but it? you tried to get him to do a second one. And anyway... Uh, if you didn't hear this story, I come out uh, the other night, and I look at the fence, and you know how kids write in chalk? Well, you had been feeding him letters to write on the wall, and he didn't know it, but he spelled the word S-H on and on. Yeah, we got it, yeah. Okay. So I go out there yesterday, and this is a new privacy fence I got because my last one was falling apart. And I guess in the sunlight, um, the, the fence ages through sunlight, right? So anyway, when he put the chalk on, I guess it was almost like suntan lotion for the fence. And uh, so I got there yesterday, try to wash it off. Guess what? It still says on the fence. Wonderful. Oh, my gosh. I can't <laughs> wait to see that. I hope it's there forever. And my seven-year-old son is writing cuss words down because you're telling him to. You're his godfather. And at first, he doesn't catch on. He's like, oh, you want me to write an S? Oh, I'll do that. Oh, you want me to write an H? Oh, I'll do that. Oh, you want me to write? And then the rest of the letters of that cuss word. So yesterday I go out there and I try to wipe it off. And they even got the hose out. And guess what's still on the fence? Uh, I hope it's there forever, man. And I think it might. You're going to have to come. I hope when you come over this week and you bring your sander, you bring your, what do they call it, lacquer? Whatever you got to paint a fence with. Well, I ain't painting your fence, buddy. I'm not uh, Tom Sawyer. You're yeah, not tricking me into painting your fence. You have a cuss word on my fence. Oh, on my you got fence. a cuss word on your fence. That sounds like a you problem. <laughs> so it was kind of, I'll admit, it was kind of funny at first that you got my yeah. kid to start cussing. No, uh, he no, didn't, he didn't say the cuss word. He just wrote it down. He didn't uh, understand exactly. And plus, he's seven. He knew exactly what he was writing once he, once he got to around the letter I. I saw the look on his face. He knew what was going on. So when, uh, can I ask you a question about that? Yeah. Um, I didn't see this go down. When he figured out that you were getting him to type a cuss or write a cuss on the fence, did he love that? He was also delighted because it, <laughs> it was his freedom to write his first cuss word ever. And technically an adult, you know, finger quotes adult, was telling him that he could in some ways. So, yeah, it was the best day of his life. It's he so really weird loved it. because last year I got a note from the school. And it wasn't about my son. It was about another kid in the school that said this kid had a little bit of a breakdown, and he, he said some cuss words, so, you know, hopefully your kids aren't affected or whatever. And so I said, Mac, what, what, what words did the kid say? And he wouldn't even utter them. Mm -hmm. I, said, I said, no, Mac, you're allowed to say the cuss right here, right now, because I want to know what the kid said. He's like, I will not say a cuss word. Meanwhile, you come over, and you got him writing cuss words on the fence.
Yeah, I've helped him get through this point of his life. Let me, can I speak just a moment to all the uh, six, seven, and eight-year-olds out there right now? If you're in the car, uh, you're going to be at school one day, and your buddies are going to try to talk you into saying a cuss word. Don't do it, because let me tell you what, what they'll do. They'll talk you into saying the cuss word. You say the cuss word. They're going to go immediately tell the teacher. Oh, they're rats. Well, no, because I remember this being a thing that you did in, when you're six, seven, eight, nine years old. You, you try to get your buddy to say a cuss word, and then when they do, you go tell on them. So that they can get in trouble. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> so I'm just trying a little public service announcements for the seven-year-olds out there. Well, good job on you because now I have a privacy fence with a permanent cuss word, as far as I can tell. And the start of another cuss word that you tried to get her to do until <laughs> my wife caught you. Yeah, that would have. And uh, so there's a random letter on my fence and a random cuss word. All because of you. And you're going to look back with fond memories on oh, that right. every time yeah. you look at it. That's right, yeah. And he'll also time, look bad at it. Yeah, when he goes to prison, I'm going to look back and say... <laughs> <laughs> it all started with Daniel Yeah, back in 2022, I guess. He it's, can also uh, scrape that on the wall of his prison cell one day. So. <laughs> he, he'll know how to spell it now. Yeah. It's 98.5 The Bull, Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull, Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Good so, morning, Daniel. So the story in the news, Tig, a woman is spending $4,000 to go to Hawaii to scatter the ashes of a loved one. Mm-hmm. And the loved one is her dead hamster, Spud. Just say that you want to go to Hawaii. <laughs> Spud don't care. Spud's a hamster. Spud doesn't understand geography. Well, Spud is, is, is no longer. Now, <laughs> yeah, especially. She said that she got the, in this hamster cage, she had made Spud a Hawaiian, like, furniture set. Mm-hmm. And that's why she's decided now to go uh, to Hawaii. Just okay. be honest, lady. You want to go for you. You just want to go to Hawaii. Right. Did you ever have a dog cremated? No, I haven't. So I did, and then, uh, and I was, I mean, I was devastated when this dog died. In fact, this dog died on Christmas Eve. Dead gum. And I had family coming in town, so after we did that, I had to go clean the house because we had family coming in. And I, I swear, I, I, I'm not ashamed. I was vacuuming uh, one of the rooms, and I'm like, <laughs> going back and forth with that vacuum. And then one day we received a box with Little Bear Bear's uh, ashes. And then we moved, and there was a moment where I was like, where are the ashes? Because when you're moving, you know, you're throwing stuff in the boxes haphazardly. And... um I should have gone to Hawaii because, I mean, we just take that thing everywhere. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with ashes anymore. Is it anymore. in a urn or is it just in the box still? It's got like a fancy dog bag, like a, I don't know, a canvas bag. Is it bag. still in the bag that it came in, Ty? That's awful, man. <laughs> what do you mean? And, well, and, you're and disrespecting Bear's memory like that. You no, gotta get a little. You got to get an urn, for God's sakes, man. We don't have an urn. It comes in a, like the bag goes in a box. You got the box that it came in. Right. From the vet. So in other words, well, y'all haven't done anything with them. 98.5 The Bull. Sometimes some uh, big big folks come to Tulsa. We've had presidents in Tulsa. We've had, uh, you know, book signings in Tulsa. But, Dana, we have something just as exciting, I guess. I, well, no. it's To me, it's it's overplayed itself. It's kind of worn out. It's the uh, Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Now, I see on the Tulsa Reddit pages it was in town a day or two ago. How many? T- let me ask you a question. The people that do the Goodyear blimp, they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. How many times in your in your life with your own eyes have you seen the Goodyear blimp? I've seen it twice. Very seldomly. I think I saw it during the PGA thing we had here. Um, but you don't, yeah, I mean, you have to be at an event Two, to see that. Two, three times. Right. I've seen the Wienermobile too many times now. Let's, let's, let's put a little scarcity in the Wienermobile. Wienermobile, big part of your life, apparently. No. Like, you see t- it a lot. I, I'm tired of it. I see what you're saying. You're saying that... Um, 
It reminds me of, uh, I had a teacher in high school talk about chocolate cake. He says, chocolate cake's delicious. You don't want it every day. Mm -hmm. It's special because you don't get it every day. If you saw less of the Wienermobile, you'd be better off. I'd like you to Google how many Wienermobiles there are because I see, I see them all the time on Facebook. We used to live in Nashville. And then they would put a big press release out like the Wienermobile is going to be coming through town. And at this point, I've even met people that driven the Wienermobile. And there's got to be several Wienermobiles because I'm, I'm seeing them all over the place all the time. So you've uh, had a lot of encounters with the Wienermobile. And, um, <laughs> don't put, don't, no need to put that pause in between. I know what you're doing. Go ahead. Uh, six of them. See? Right. Six Wienermobiles, according to this. Yeah, on Wikipedia, it says six Wienermobiles. So to me, they need to make they need to knock that down to one Wienermobile, and maybe you'll see it once or twice in your life, not every other week somewhere. And didn't we um, we talk to people who drove the Wienermobile? It's usually intern-ish type people. It's younger college kids that drive, and it'll be a couple of them in there. And their job, young people's jobs over the weekend, is to drive this thing to a city or a different place and take the Wienermobile places and try to get people to get their pictures made with the Wienermobile and all that. Well, also, the, the, the people that drive the Wienermobile, don't they use it to pick up girls and stuff? That's what I heard. I, sh I shouldn't reveal this, and I don't want to hear from the Oscar Mayer lawyers, but they said, yeah, each year there's a competition to see who can hook it up in the Wienermobile. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, you mean to get romantic in the Wienermobile? Mm -hmm. And that's not a rarity. That, that's something that happens? Well, yeah, they're young people. And I'm looking, uh, wait, the Wienermobile has a Wikipedia page, and I'm reading about all the incidents. I should ever happened. mention the Wienermobile, now you're going to read about it. Has it been in a wreck before? Uh, I, I don't know why, but one of the interns put a stolen license plate on it once, so it got pulled over. What? Uh, the police, you know, got it. Um, one uh, Wienermobile crashed into somebody one time. That's a weird crash right there. Like, oh, what happened to you? You know, the Wienermobile got me. <laughs> and, uh, I guess they pulled see. out in front of somebody. Uh, one Wienermobile, it looks like it tried to make a run for it when the police lights came on. So it's got a, quite a history, this Wienermobile. You can't get young young people driving that Wienermobile. You need very old people that are careful and don't, you know. Yes, the people that would love to drive an RV across America, they should just give them this job. Yeah, they not, can live in that Wienermobile. young folks putting stolen <laughs> license plates and all, all manner of business in there. <laughs> oh, one, one cop uh, just gave him a warning one time. So it, it, not without controversy, but um, Dana wants to see less Wienermobile. What was the um, what was the the cops have my ticket for what? You can't speed in that thing, could you? It's it required. Okay, so here's what happens. You know when you see a, a police car on the side of the road, you know that's actively pulled somebody over, and the law is at least in some places you need to get in the left lane when you pass them. Uh, Wienermobile stayed in the right lane, and so they got them. You know what I'm saying? I would think that uh, the Wienermobile would have the, the right-of-way on all highways. <laughs> right. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally-owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull. Tiger Daniel. And uh, we're giving away Kane Brown tickets. And as uh, we do each morning here lately, we do the 98.5 The Bull Fight. Oh, my gosh, Tag. You're not going to believe this. I just looked down. Uh, we just lost the first contestant. Oh. <laughs> so what do we do in this situation? We to go to another song. I mean, this is what happens when you do a live radio show. I'll tell you what I could do. I'll just get another contestant right now. Just going to grab them right now? Yep. And right, let's go for hey, it. Hey, good morning, Des. Can you hear me, Des? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm going to put you on hold, and we're going to find your contestant, okay? All right. <laughs> 
This is uh, Daryl right here. Hey, good morning, Daryl. What's up? Not much. How are you? Do not hang up on, uh, on us ever again. I was trying not to. I was trying to get off of the speakerphone. All right. Well, you're good now. Hold on. i got to put everybody on the line now so we can play 98.5 The Bullfight. Hold on. Eddie. Hello, everybody. Does Daryl, can you hear us? Yeah, I can. All right, Daniel, you ready? I'm ready to go. Uh, up first, Des, you have the first question. What ice cream chain supposedly offers 31 flavors? Uh, ben and Jerry's? It is not Ben and Jerry's. Unfortunately, <laughs> Des, for you, it is Baskin Robbins. Baskin Robbins. Daryl, <laughs> what kind of animal are Chip and Dale? Uh, 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 Chipmunks. Chipmunks, one for Daryl. Up next, Dez. My baloney has a first name. What is it? What? Sing that song, Ty, how that, the theme goes. My go. baloney has a first name. It's... Oh, my gosh. I have no idea. That is a very Why tough one. Why are you giving one. me the hard one? Well, this isn't that hard. I'll say it the, it, it begins with the O, and the last part of it is Meyer. Oscar Meyer, yeah. There you go. All right. Des on the board, tied up with Daryl. Up next, Daryl. Yeah. What city is home to the University of Michigan? Oh. Uh. That's a good one. That is a tough one. <laughs> Got to have an answer, I have no though. no idea. All right. That is a big oh. O. Ty, help him out. Is it Ann Arbor? Ann Arbor. That's it. All right, Dez. Y'all are tied up now. Uh, Dez, in the movie A Christmas Story, what dangerous gift did Ralphie receive for Christmas? A BB gun. BB gun is correct. Des pulls ahead. Daryl, who was the first person to sign the Declaration of Independence? And I think his signature was also the largest on there. John Hancock. John Hancock is correct. They're all tied up, right? Tied up. Mm -hmm. Des, what children's TV show featured the song, Won't You Be My Neighbor? Oh, repeat that one more time. Sorry. What children's TV show featured the song "Won't You Be My Neighbor"? Oh my! I have no idea. <laughs> All right, she doesn't even bother to guess. It's Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, I would have never guessed that. <laughs> Daryl, what was the first name of the action heroes Ryan? Or what's the first name of action heroes Ryan, Reacher, and Bauer? They all shared a common first name. Jack. Jack is correct. Ah! Question number five. She can tie it here. What business were the Ringling Brothers involved in? Circus. The circus is correct. So, Dana, we're in a situation here uh, where if Daryl gets this right, he wins it all. That is correct. If he loses, we're tied. Daryl. He misses it. What type of animal appeared on the Don't Tread on Me flag? Okay, say that one more time. What type of animal appeared on the Don't Tread on Me flag? Oh, the snake. 
It is Snake, and with that, Daryl, you have won today's 98.5 The Bull Fight. Now, Daryl, you can take these tickets, and you can go to the Kane Brown Show if you want, or you can give these to Dez. It is totally up to you. I will say, you know, uh, one wrinkle that people need to think about, Tig, is if you win something here on 98.5 The Bull, you don't get to win again for another 30 days. Next week, we're giving away Carrie Underwood tickets. Thomas Rhett. And Thomas Rhett tickets. So, Daryl, you can keep these tickets for yourself, or if you want, you can give them to Dez. It's totally up to you. What day is the concert? <laughs> he stuck it in. <laughs> uh, what do you think? He wants to know what day the concert is. I, do you know what it is, Tiger, right offhand? I know it's like in Your May. Your busiest day. It, it is in May, like spring, yeah. Dez is trying to tell him he's super busy that day. Super I, believe I'll, I believe I'll just keep those tickets. Oh. No, well, see, he's so cruel. He gave Des a glimmer of hope, and then he glimmer just he rips them from her hands. Well, uh, I know. I would have done it for you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Probably not. Well, Des, you are a great uh, contestant. Just got slightly edged up by Daryl there. But, uh, Daryl, I hope you have a great time at the concert. Guys, hold the line so we can get some information from you. And, Dana, we're back uh, right, Monday morning. Double the chances, 640 Thomas Shretz, 740 Carrie Underwood, right? That's right. So, Des, uh, uh, keep trying next week. Maybe you win tickets to Thomas Shretz uh, or Shret. Carrie Underwood. So the good news is she's, she's eligible for those shows at this point. Is that right? That's right. <laughs> well, good Thank game, you. guys. Hope you guys have a great weekend. And we continue with Morgan Wallen on 98.5 The Bull. Yeah, 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Dana. Time now for sensual shout-outs. Brought to you by Crunch Fitness Tulsa. Daniel, uh, if you follow us on Facebook right now, T-I-G-E and Daniel, or even send us a message saying you want a shout-out, we can probably hook that up for you. Daniel, good morning to you. Uh, good morning, Tig. A very, very sensual good morning to Tanya Smith-Edwards. Also to uh, Nelson's Royals Western Store. Huh. It's our first time ever to give a shout-out to a Western Store. Jennifer Schaefer. Ooh, girl. If you was a cereal, you'd be called Cutie Pebbles. Hmm. It's like Fruity Pebbles. Right. Sensual good morning to Amy Thomas. Kisa Carpenter. Ooh, girl, I'm a store chain because I'm always trying to holla general at you. Okay. Holla general. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. Sensual shoutouts. Here we go. I'm never going to dance again. Guilty feet have got no rhythm, though it's easy to pretend. I know you're not a fool. I know you're not a fool, Beth Lapple. Sensual good morning to Kylie Newberry. Ooh, girl. Are you breakfast meat? Because we should be baking love. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that's going to work in a club or not. It would work. You were very forward, and at least yes. explained what you were after. Central shout-out to Edward and Sons Cleaning and Lawn Care. What is with the businesses? I don't know. Central good morning to Dean Hubbard. Ooh, girl. Are you a word you say during a magic trick? Because I got a abraca have Wait, dead gummit. Here we go. abraca have you. Dead gummit. abraca have you. abraca da have you. Anyway, okay, forget it. Just forget it. Central good morning to Hawk Walkinsby. Pauletta Johnson. I'm, I'm never gonna, gonna dance again. Guilty feet of God, no rhythm. Though it's easy to pretend. I know you're not a fool. I know you're not a fool. Tamara Cotney. Ag Abraca have you. 
Never can have you. I'm never going to make that work. Essential good morning to Preferred Cleaning Services, Tracy Falk. Ooh, girl. You must be new royalty because I think we should have a Fling Charles. King Charles. Fling Charles. Got it. Essential good morning to Justin Moore. Ooh, girl. You must be like Autumn Leaves because I like watching you change. Oh, my God. I- that's with permission. With permission, like watch not, not, not like a peeping tom or anything. Essential good morning to Ray Carter. Ooh, girl. If I was an airplane, I'd be a boning 747. It's like Boeing. And finally, essential good morning to Megan Valentine. Ooh, girl. You must be a chicken because you got me eggs sighted. <laughs> Shoutouts brought to you by Crunch Fitness Tulsa here on 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Good morning. Oh 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Welcome into Did You See? Brought to you by iCare Associates of South Tulsa, where we take a look at what the heck's going on in Tulsa and around the world. And, of course, we all saw yesterday uh, Elizabeth II. The second Elizabethan era is over. She passed away, they said, peacefully at uh, Balmoral Castle yesterday, and a lot of things go into motion. Uh, Charles, the Prince of Wales, immediately king. He is now Charles III in the United Kingdom as King of England. This is going to be a dumb question, but I know that uh, like during 9-11, they played the national anthem at Buckingham Palace, which was unheard of. Uh, over here in the United States of America, will they fly the flags at half-mast? I don't for, know. I haven't, for Queen Elizabeth. I don't think so. I haven't seen that anywhere, and I, don't, I haven't heard a directive for any state or local governments or federal government that uh, says we'll do that. Because it so seems like it would be a strange thing since we declared our independence from Great Britain. I wonder if they would yeah. recognize. Um, I mean, I saw a lot of senators even here in Oklahoma were, you know, providing condolences for the family and and that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, big news there. Uh, Prince Charles uh, waited the longest anybody has waited to become king of the United Kingdom or England. 73 years she sat on the throne. Didn't even know she was going to be queen. Um, A lot of people they know, Prince Charles knew he would be king. His son, Prince William, knew he was going to be king. But uh, Elizabeth II had no idea because it was her uncle that was king. So she thought, oh, I'll just have my ordinary royal life. No, one day he quit, and her dad was king, so she became the queen eventually. Uh, I got some examples here of how long she was uh, on the throne there. Some comments spanning 80 years, basically. Uh, here she is first as a girl in 1940. She made a radio address during the Blitz as the royal family stayed in London despite nightly bombing raids by the Nazis. Then I've got... Uh, Bookend with that comment is some comments she made in 2020 to England and the world about fighting coronavirus. You know, uh, this is a, a stunning thing that they did. The royal family, Elizabeth and her her relatives, they could have left London because the Germans, the Nazis, were bombing London actively. And they did like blackouts where everybody had to turn their lights off so the planes wouldn't figure out where to bomb and all that. And they could have left, but they said, no, we're going to stay because it's it seems kind of unfair for us to just leave and everybody else has to deal with this. So a uh, pretty brave thing to do, right? Yeah, listen to these comments. We know, every one of us, that in the end, all will be well. For God will care for us and give us victory and peace. This time we join with all nations across the globe in a common endeavor, using the great advances of science and our instinctive compassion to heal. We will succeed, and that success will belong to every one of us. So I imagine that today on Netflix, a lot of people will be watching 
The Crown. I pulled up Netflix last night to watch uh, a show I'm catching up on, and it's uh, the most popular show in America right now, The Crown. I guess everybody's on, you know, kind of queen mode right now. Yeah, also, Ty, you see this? Some Wendy's worker tampered with the train tracks so they'd have a slow night at work. Two Wendy's employees from Pennsylvania have been charged with tampering with the railroad tracks near the restaurant so they could have a slow night. Here's the officer, police officer, talking about these two placing a shunt on the tracks to get an easy night of work. What is a shunt? I don't know what that is. Is that some kind of blockage? I don't know. While they were driving through here, she dropped him off. He exited the vehicle. He placed a shunt on the track. He got back in the car with her, and they proceeded to Wendy's. During the interview, they told us that their intentions were that if the gates could malfunction and they could somehow block traffic, then that would prevent people from being able to get to Wendy's, and they could have a slow night at work. They wanted to <laughs> shut down the whole rail system to take it easy that night at Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> Are they okay? Are they fired? I think they're going to be in a little trouble. A little yeah. bit of trouble. Also, Daniel, uh, did you see this? That uh, Daniel has invented, in his mind, the uh, greatest dog treat of all time. And coming up in a few months, we're actually going to reveal the bakery that you chose. You actually interviewed bakers and stuff to figure out who was the best. All over town. I was laughed at in meetings, Tig. I was shunned. Uh, I was asked to leave. Because we you finally want a found bakery a bakery to make a dog biscuit. Yes. Okay. But we have found uh, a place, and we're going to be talking with her and just moments here on 98.5 The Bull. And remember, these are the uh, greatest dog treats of all time. We're going to be giving away to you at Wolfstock. That's moments away on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. We've been talking about Tiger Daniels. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, I forget the phraseology, but it's the greatest dog treat of all time you supposedly invented, We've been talking about this for two weeks, and you can't ever remember Tiger Daniels' greatest dog treat of all time. And uh, we're going to be giving this thing away at Wolfstock, Daniel. And you actually went and interviewed bakers, in a sense. I mean, you went to different bakeries around town. You said, here's my idea. And real quick story is that you tested different things that your dog likes, and you found the top two were cheese as a treat and peanut butter as a treat. And you mixed the two together, and you came up with this creation for the dog treat called... Cheenut butter. Now, listen, I went all over town, Tig. I was laughed at in bakeries. I was mocked. I was shunned, asked to leave. People said, no, this can't be done. I said, it will be done. Mm -hmm. And we found a bakery in Jinx, Oklahoma, that was willing to combine cheese and peanut butter to make cheenut butter. Also, Somebody finally agreed. Yes, also... Included in the dog treats, tag. They are all made with love. <laughs> okay. So right. it has led to us inventing the greatest dog treat of all time, thanks to the bakery. Cookies, cakes, and Jews in Jinx, Oklahoma. On the phone with us now, Amanda, who is the manager there. Amanda, are you guys ready for uh, all the, the news headlines? Probably going to make national headlines when they find out, find out we've all invented the greatest dog treat of all time. We are absolutely ready. And uh, how, how have you guys prepared? Do you have security or do you have velvet ropes set up? You're going to need some, like, lines. People are going to be coming in there trying to just get a glimpse, a preview of Tiger Daniel's greatest dog treat of all time. You're just going to have to stay tuned and see what we have planned. I understand that uh, you say this is a delicious dog treat. Have you, in fact, tried one? Absolutely. You can't not try what you bake. And <laughs> yeah. as a human being trying a dog treat, what did it taste like? It tastes like peanut butter and cheese, honestly. Aha. I got some questions about peanut this. Peanut butter. How did you guys mix peanut butter and cheese? What Did you melt the cheese first and then make it, like, liquid? Or do you just... 
How, do, how does that whole process work for the greatest dog treat of all time? So actually, we're just putting the cheese on top to give it a little bit more of a beautiful look to oh. incorporate everything together. Wow, so there's some aesthetics so involved. So they're delicious and visually appealing. Wow. Absolutely. Goodness gracious. And uh, what type of cheese is it? It's going to be a cheddar. Oh, mild or sharp? <laughs> Whichever you prefer. We did mild, though. Uh, I like mild. mild. Yeah, I, I would dog, say yeah. mild. Dogs would like mild, right? I think y'all made the right decision. Absolutely. So, uh, Daniel, and I don't know if you know this, Amanda, that uh, we have uh, a, a thing coming up where we're going to be at Wolfstock, you know, the adoption event at uh, Riverside, Tulsa, and we're going to be... At Riverside, uh, Riverwalk, Riverwalk, Jinx. Tulsa, sorry. And, Jinx. Uh, in Jinx. Way to go, Tig. What a professional. No, it's called do River... You, do you guys need to hire somebody out there? Maybe Tig could work oh, for absolutely. Cookies, Cakes, and Jews? Hey, if you want to Google it, it's called Riverwalk, Tulsa, in Jinx. Sorry, but we're going to be out there for Wolfstock, and we're going to be giving away some of the greatest dog treats of all time. Absolutely. We are looking forward to it. Uh, would you guys like a sign to hang up in the window there of the bakery to let people know that the, this is where the greatest dog treat of all time was created? Of course. Did you see this picture they made for us, Tug? Which one? <laughs> For the sign for the Tiger Dance. I have not seen anything. No, they You've made signs. you got to see this picture. What happened was there's a picture where you're holding your Shizu Ozzy. Oh, okay. And you're looking at the camera, smiling beautifully. I uh, clearly wasn't ready for the photograph to be taken. I'm like looking off to the side or something like that. I look like a complete moron. Uh huh. And that's the that's the one they chose. So you look <laughs> all right on it. I look like uh, good. Remember in Forrest Gump, they had that cardboard cutout of him playing ping pong, and he wasn't ready. Uh huh. That's how no, I that's look. How you look eyes, in the picture. My eyes are half closed. Stuff. I'm yeah. not smiling, but that's the one they chose. I think we should set up a display in there, Amanda, and uh, I bet people would just love to get a glimpse of the greatest dog treat of all time before it's up for grabs at Wolfstock. Yes, absolutely. Bring stuff by. We would love to. And uh, years ago, I went to Washington, D.C., and they had the Constitution on display, mm -hmm. and it was in a glass case, and they had, like, velvet rope around it. Do you think that's possible there? I mean, we can pull it off. Okay, let's do that then. Do we have any velvet ropes here at the radio station? We'll, we'll, we, uh, we'll buy them if we don't. I'm not going to buy that. That would you know how expensive those heavy velvet ropes would be? It's worth it for the greatest dog treat of all time, Daniel, don't you think? So, so um, our thanks to Amanda down at Cookies, Cakes, and Juice in Jinx. What all do you guys uh, sell down there? I might need to come by there and get some baked goods. The most popular thing we have is going to be our mammoth brownies. And then we also have your traditional black and white cookie along with piroshkis, which is a hand pie. Yeah, I used to, when I lived in New York, Tyke, I would see these black and white cookies. I never tried one, so I need to try one of those. Wait, she said ham pie? You said ham pie? Hand pie. Hand pie? What's what in that the mean? world is that? It's a pie you can hold in your hand. Oh, okay. Like a miniature, like uh, just a little, so you mean little like, treat. You mean tiny pie? I mean, it's not tiny. It's like a puff pastry with a pie filling. Yeah. Nice. All right. Dana wants about a million of those, I'm sure. So, well, uh, we can pull that off today. <laughs> right. So we will. We have found a bakery, Daniel. We will be giving these out at Wolfstock under the 98.5 The Bull Tent. you got to come up and ask for Tiger Daniel's greatest dog treat of all time, and then we can do that. And thanks to you guys down at the bakery for helping us out with this. Of course. Amanda, thank you very much. And Daniel... Uh, next Saturday is Wolfstock, right? Yes, we have a, a week to go. 
And there we are, 98.5 The Bull. Hope to see you there with Tig and Daniel. Today's hot country.